Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. I know I'm running a little bit late. Sorry about that. But I did really just get back in from a run. And I did decide to hop in the shower first. So uh, I'm running a little bit late, but we're here now. And it is time for another live stream. Today is Thursday, April 7th. Yeah, April 7th, 2022. And because it is a Thursday, it's happy hour. Today, we're taking a look at Hammer Nutrition's vegan protein. Um, I got this off of the feed. I unboxed this the other day with you guys. I also got this protein powder and that Power Bar protein powder as well. I thought I'd start off with the Hammer Vegan Organic Protein, plant-based protein, uh, chocolate flavor. No fancy names, um, but just uh, chocolate. That's all they're calling it. Um, before we get into it, though, I do want to say hi to everyone listening on the podcast, on the audio-only version. Hopefully, you guys are having a good run out there today. Today in Chicago, it was a bit chilly, a bit overcast, but overall, not too bad. A little bit of wind, but can't really complain for this time of year. Uh, I think it's going to be really cold, though, today for uh, the Cubs home opener. So those people are going to be chilly because it was there was snow for a moment or two while I was out there today. So that's kind of normal, I think. Uh, and, uh, everyone who is watching this on YouTube later after the fact, hopefully you're relaxing. Maybe you're having a recovery drink. Maybe you're having something a little bit more interesting, but welcome to you guys. All right. Um, let's see who we got in the chat. Daniel M says, so you're telling me, uh, hammer made this nutrition. I don't mean to pry. I think they nailed it. Really bang up job. There you go. <laughs> we got a whole bunch. That was all, there was all sorts of puns in there. Daniel M says getting the puns out of the way way early today. Nice. Very nice. Uh, Regan Dugan said, I forgot it's happy hour today and already finished my afternoon coffee. Guess I'll have to just make another. You know, I wish I had time to make another afternoon coffee. I just sat down and realized this one's empty. So that's a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, anyone that's new here, welcome to all you guys. This is a uh, running live stream uh, where a lot of uh, runners will just hang out. Sometimes we talk about running, sometimes we don't. Uh, but if it's your first time, let me know where you're tuning in from. I'd love to say hi to you directly. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. All right, let's see. Lucas H is here, says, hello, my running friends. Working, but we'll have this on in the background. Nice. Listening to Ko's smooth and silky voice. Every time someone says something like that, it always makes me giggle <laughs> and blush a little bit. And he says, I hope it, it doesn't put me to sleep as I work away on this boring spreadsheet. I'll tell you what, if you're listening to this while I'm trying to do some work, um, high chance that I, I will put you to sleep. I've been told many times that I have a very soothing voice that instantly makes people sleepy. IMF Pedro's here says, good afternoon, everyone, with a wave. And Lou Klein is here as well. Uh, Lou says, I always thought of Hammer as a biker's or a triathlete nutrition. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I see it sometimes. I see it like at, um, like when I go to Fleet Feet, I'll see some of the gels. That's about it. And I don't see usually too much of the other stuff. But as I started like getting into cycling and some and then doing a triathlon last year, I did start to see it more. So maybe that's where it has a little bit more traction. Maybe that's where it started. But I don't know. I think this will be all right. Let's give it a shot. Uh, Sean Devlin says, hey, all. Give a little wave. 19 on the bike at 19 on the bike and spin class day. There you go. Got in a good workout while being careful not to overdo it. There you go. Awesome. Uh, Pat Hicks did five and a half miles at lunch today. We were cruising. That's a nice That's a nice lunch run. I like that. Dominic Smirnowski says, yo, what's going on, everybody? And giving some good vibes. Luis says, He's joining in with a noon fruit punch hydration. That's a good flavor. I kind of wish I had some of that right now. I don't, uh, yeah, I wish I had some. I have, uh, oh man, I made a noon too before I got in the shower and I left it over in the kitchen. I have the tropical citrus, I think is what it is. It's got some caffeine in it, you know. Uh, David Hammer says, hello, old guy, new here. Welcome, David. Glad to have you here. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's, um, Daniel M. on fire today says, I think the Cubs will be able to bear it. <laughs> oh, it's funny. You know what? You know what's funny is uh, the, I forget, I think it's at, we're at Murphy's. I'm not sure which one of the bars over in Wrigleyville it is, but the one of the local news channels over there. And today, all throughout the morning, they're doing like trivia and giving away hot dogs for our opening day. And I was like, there, there you go. That's how, that's how you do an event. You got to give away hot dogs. <laughs> Love it. Um, 
Defrazak7103 says, when will you try the A6 Evo Ride 2? I think I ran in that magic speed last year, and that's uh, my understanding is it's essentially like a plated Evo Ride 2. And so I think I'm going to skip the Evo Ride 2 this year, and I'll just wait for Evo Ride 3. Um, I've heard some good things about the Evo Ride 3, and I'm also very excited about the Glide Ride 3. Every year I say I'm going to try the Glide Ride, and I never do. This year is definitely going to be the year. So those will be two that I try for this year. I don't I don't know when they're coming out. They're coming out later in the year, but um, yeah, those will be two that I'm trying out. All right, um, let's get to this um, protein shake. Let's try it. It's got a just a big giant white tub. I wonder how many producers there are of giant tubs like this. Is it just like everyone's buying tubs from the same one supplier? I imagine there's probably many suppliers of giant tubs. So far, the chocolate smell is really nice. I can't find the scoop in here though. There it is. I'm supposed to do one scoop to eight to 12 ounces. Oh, the scoop is gigantic though. I also wanna know like, where's the scoop factory? And how come the scoop factory never has like measurements in the sizes of like cups or quarter cups you know what I mean I don't understand that so here's the scoop here's the chocolate powder as a nice like a uh, light light brown color uh, kind of like a milk chocolatey impression I'm getting from it and I have to very carefully get it mixed because I'm like by my computer and microphones and camera and stuff but I've got it in got it in the jar we'll get it shaken up and we'll read some more from the chat as we get this all mixed in. Will Willing's about to have breakfast at 1 p.m. You know what, Will, I'm with you today. Like my eating just got all thrown off. Like I had a little bit of a, I had an all, um, well, it was like a soy nut butter or a wow butter and jelly sandwich like at nine o'clock today. And then I haven't eaten lunch yet. So I'm like super hungry. Um, what's all Nick? What's on like is coming in from Hong Kong again. Good to see ya. CV76 is here, says, yo, what's going on? And Jonathan Crossley says, yo, breakfast here too at 11 a.m. Pacific time after a nice little row. There you go. All right, Martha says, did my workout, ha did half the workout outside in the Cloud Monsters when it was hilly and 15 speed interval workout on the treadmill. Whoa, that's quite a day. Um, I filmed the talking portion of my Cloud Monsters video this morning. So that should be coming out tomorrow. But yeah. So no video from me today. But let's try let's try this hammer chocolate protein. Cheers, everybody. This is good. This is really good. Um I probably could have gone away with using a little bit less water because it was—it's a little bit, you know, chalky, like a lot of the protein powders are. But um, decent chocolate flavor, nothing weird, nothing spicy like that last protein powder I tried. Um, it just tastes like a chocolate shake. I like it. It's good. I could drink this one. Yeah, this will definitely do. I like this one a lot. Uh, as far as the uh, nutrition facts go, one scoop will get you two grams of fat, zero cholesterol, 10 milligrams of sodium, seven grams of carbs, and 20 grams of protein. So um, pretty good for like a protein shake. I feel like that's like a normal, either protein shakes are sugary, but for the most part, it's kind of in that like two and a half to three to one of proteins to carbs. And I feel like you need at least a little bit of carbs. Um, I'm, I'm coming around on that. I'm willing to be convinced that one should have more, even more carbs for a protein recovery drink. But um, the other thing about it is that, you know, sometimes you don't want sugar. Maybe you'll take in the sugar separately. So keeping it to a smaller number, I think, is good. And then not, pretty, not much anything else. There's 38 milligrams of, pro, of potassium, but I don't think that means much. So, yeah. So if you just want chocolate protein drink, this hammer protein nutrition hammer nutrition vegan protein works for me so as far as like the sort the protein sources it is um pea protein pumpkin protein what is this sacha inchi 
protein, organic chlorella, and orga organic spirulina. I don't know what those last two things are. But yeah, there we go. Pretty good. Fantafla's Dabke says, Hi, everybody. Last evening at home, off to Rotterdam tomorrow for first in-person marathon. Excited. That's super cool. Oh, that's going to be an awesome weekend. Very, very cool. Excited for you. Um, CB76 says, Tiger is even at the Masters. You know, I normally don't really follow much golf, but this is that is a pretty big story um, that he's able to make it back. Did any, I mean, did they ever figure out why the car flipped over for him? I mean, I guess everyone just kind of was like, oh, just a tricky road? I don't know. Um, but it's good to see that he's back out there. Martha says, just had a mug of kefir, really just liquid yogurt, isn't it, after the runs. Yeah, I, I could never get into kefir. just feels kefir, kefir. I don't know how to say it, but... Just such a weird texture to me. <laughs> JC saying that they're giving away free hot, that the local news station and, and bar are giving away free hot dogs. Tells you all you need to know about hot dogs. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're vegetarian hot dogs, that could be a pretty tasty treat. You know? Um, Liam Mahoney asks, hey, Co, do you think the Nike React Infinity 3 is worth the extra cash compared to the Nike React Miler 3? Um... I don't, I, I don't have an answer to that question, Liam, because I've never run in any of the milers before. Now, I know 40 runs has run in, in, in all of the milers, I think. And he didn't really like the miler three, he said. I, looked at, I look at the miler three and I think this is like, uh, that shoe doesn't jump out at me as one that I really want to try. It always kind of looked funny to me and it always seemed like it was a compromise shoe or like a price point shoe. I'm not really sure what Nike was doing with it. I'm, I'm frankly, I'm surprised that there's been three versions of it. Um, the Infinity, I ran in the first Infinity, so I haven't run in any of them since then. Um, and I do like that one. It has a nice wide base, uh, so it makes it, it gives it some natural kind of like stability to it without having stability elements in it. Um, and I would probably, if I were to pick one of those two shoes, I would pick the Infinity over the Miler is how I would go. I don't know what their prices are over that. So, you know, whether it's worth the extra cash, I can't necessarily say, but I know which one that I would pick and I would pick the Infinity. Mm, Jeff says this is the first week of tuning in. Started with the shoe reviews. Awesome. Well, welcome, Jeff. Good to see you. Uh, JC says, I need to hit up the giant tub producers convention. Yeah, I don't know if there would be a convention for that, but I'm supposing that I, I bet that there is some sort of, there's got to be some sort of like a convention where one could procure tubs in variety of sizes. Like, I don't know if that would be like a, um, like a nutrition supplement convention, you know, or like a, um, or if that's like a food packaging, you know, like a packaged food convention. I don't know. Part of me wishes like that there were a YouTube channel. I don't want it to be mine because I don't want to go to these things. But part of me wishes that there were um, a YouTube channel dedicated to like the weirdest, kookiest conventions. I I'm not saying freaky. That's not what I want to see. But I want to see like just really like very esoteric conventions. And like I want to meet the people who are like you know, in all those conventions, there's like titans of industry, you know what I mean? Um, the big names that are there, thought leaders. Like I wanna, I wanna like see an interview with the thought leader of whoever's in charge of a convention or whoever's like part of a convention where like tub sizes and innovations in tub technology are being discussed. I think that would be kind of weird. I don't know how interesting of a YouTube channel that would be, but I, w I would watch at least a couple episodes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to scroll down. Sorry if I missed some of your guys' uh, questions, um, but I'm going to uh, try to catch up to you guys in the chat down here. Um, all right, Danny J says, gram for gram, and he got some weird autocorrect going on in there. Uh, spirulina is actually the highest protein-containing food in the known world. What is spirulina, though? What is it? Is it a plant? Is it like a bacterium? Or some sort of organ. I mean, I can't be an organism because then it would it be. 
Would it still be considered vegan? If it's like a spore? Or, I guess it would still be, because like fungus still considered vegan, right? I don't know. Um, yeah, I wanna, now, now I want to know what spirulina is. Tom, Ron Timey says it's usually thrown in at smoothie places. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to try some of these. Steve76 says 40's accent level is next level AF. It, it is. And sometimes I will admit, I have a hard time understanding what 40 is saying, but I can usually get the gist. Um, but watching his videos is always a treat because it's just like, wow, can you imagine? I can't, I can't like imagine like, like a room full of people with, with like, he has very, has a very strong accent, at least to my ears. Like, like what is like a post, like I want to go to like a post race. And when everyone's telling stories, like, oh man, no, I was, I was, I was really hurting. And then I just tried to chase you. And you know how people are all excited and animated when they're talking like after a race, like maybe at the pub, you know, like that, that's what I, I like. My ears would just be like, what is happening? And you know, <laughs> that'd be pretty amazing. Maybe I'll have to go, maybe I'll have to go to England to, to experience that. Mm, all right. Will Willing says, I don't know what this product is. Got the Innovate Boomerang footbed, and he used them in the 1080 version 11 and the Beacon version 3. It makes both shoes feel more comfortable, bouncy, and responsive. The Beacon is still not on the same level as the Rebel 2. Hmm, what is, what is the Boomerang footbed? Is that just like an insole? Hmm, I'll have to look at that. Oh, yeah, and Martha says the scooper convention needs to address the non-measured scoop issue. I feel like there's there's got to be some sort of consortium, like uh, the Scoopers Union or the Scoop Scoopers Association of America or something, right? That makes it so that they intentionally, because if they were just like, yeah, a quarter cup of this and then, and then eight ounces of water, then I feel like then it would be like, then you don't really need a scoop. The scoop obviates itself if like the scoops are just regular sizes, you know? So I feel like that's kind of like, a, you know, just, just perpetuating itself. It's just getting in the way of progress sometimes. So I, I feel like that's probably got to be like a really strong like conglomerate, I think. I don't know. Dad Boner says like how it's made. Is that on the Discovery Channel? I love that show. I do love that show, how it's made. Um, it's one of those shows that I love watching and also it instantly puts me to sleep. Something about like the, all those machines and like the way that the videos are put together, it's really soothing. And so it makes me take a nap. You know what else makes me take a nap almost instantly? Two other kinds of programs make me take a nap almost instantly. One is Formula One racing, like the, um, the day before when they're on the track. That day, like that, the way that it's shot, it's not exciting. It's soothing, even though you're like racing some of the fastest cars in the world around tracks at incredible speed with incredible skill. Something about it just ma makes me fall asleep. The other thing that makes me sleepy instantly is Blue Planet. Blue Planet, like Sir David, David Attenborough, like that British accent with underwater sea footage. Like put those things together with like uh, like a kind of like a Hans Zimmer esque score, instant nap, sleep like a baby. If I find that like at a hotel, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a really good nap right now. <laughs> um, Martha says we did ascertain there's a porta potty convention. There is. That's amazing. Um. Where was I that I just saw? There was like a, it was, it was like a brand called like King John. Wait, was it in DC? There was like a brand called King John or something like that. Um, and I was like, these, these brand names are awesome. Like I figure like when you go to the Porta Potty convention, I feel like there used to be a show on, I forget what it was called, but it was called like Denim Millionaires or something like that. It was a show that profiled people that were like very, like, like really wealthy not I don't want to necessarily say self-made but involved in these you know relatively blue collar um kind of professions uh they own like a concrete laying business or um you know those kinds of construction businesses or they serviced like they had small little boutique cottage 
industry type of things that supported like oil industry or roads or something like that. I feel like the people that own like porta potties, like I feel like they're probably doing well. And I mean, I really kind of want to invest in a porta potty company, but like, not that I have like money laying around, but like, um, should it come up? You know, I, I'd be interested in it. But like, um, I feel like, like the like the porta potty, like maybe there's an owners group, porta potty company, like porta potty service company owners association, like that yearly meeting. It's got to be full of a lot of colorful characters. You know what I mean? That's got to be a fun. That's gonna be a fun weekend. <laughs> uh, Pat X wants to know, um, how often do I do two runs in one day? Uh, not often. I did two runs in a day frequently when I run commuted. So when I would run down to the office, like most of my weekly running miles, and I would end up getting like 12, uh, you know, anywhere between, you know, depending on how much time I had, uh, the minimum it would be would be like eight or nine miles. And then I could extend that to like 12 or 13. And it would just be easy because you know each mile is pretty, each run is pretty short. Um, but I don't find a need not with my current schedule to do doubles and my current mileage. Um, I don't want to do doubles because it just takes so much time out of the day. Um, I'd rather just do a longer single run. I have been debating whether or not to make my workouts a little bit shorter or more focused and then do a recovery run in the afternoon. But I don't really do two doubles. I do some now because my daughter wants to run. And so, you know, once or twice a week, we've been or I guess three times I could say now. Three times we've gone out for a run where it's been like two minutes running, one minute walk. Last time was two and a half minutes running, one minute walk. So we're, we're building, we're building up. And that adds like two miles, two and a half miles. So I don't really do a lot of doubles. Midlife Runner says, I got a hilly half marathon just at San Antonio this weekend. Best race shoot for hills, is that a thing? Um, is it gonna be hills on pavement or um hills on trails because if it's hills on trails then you've got shoes like the hoka zanal is fun i mean the speed land i think would be a lot of fun um i'm gonna be trying out the tecton x this weekend we'll see how that one does or shoes like the craft ultra ctm ultra carbon i should be getting version two any minute now i hasn't arrived yet um so those are the kinds of shoes that i would kind of look at um but if it's hills on roads I don't really think that you need to do um, anything terribly different. Some people said that like the Alpha Fly wasn't going to be very good on hills. Um, you know, when they like released that before the Atlanta Marathon Track Trials, the Marathon Olympic Trials. Um, but you know, Galen Rupp won in Alpha Flies, and I think Abdi Abdurrahman also were. No, was it? Jake Riley also were. Alpha flies. I think I, I want to say Abdi wore next percents, but I think he, I think he wore Alpha flies as well. I'm not sure. So I mean, there's hilly courses where Alpha flies do still really wear well. So I'm not sure that there's one where it's like contraindicated. The thing that would make me think about maybe I want a different shoe is like hairpin turns. If there's a lot of hairpin turns, I might pick a different shoe, but. Again, for a marathon, you're not moving, uh, uh, like, I'm not moving fast enough where, you know, I got to really worry about ankle stability, you know. Mm, some people are saying, Son Devlin and Dad Budrunner think that spirulina is an algae. Um, Terry Furlong thinks it's a seaweed. All right, so it's like a marine thing. Okay. Steven Nott says, spirulina is so damn nasty. You really have to add a lot to mask the flavor. Oh, okay. Well, if it comes from the ocean, maybe. Mm -hmm. Travis McCullers here says, hey, Co and all. Hope everyone's doing well. Made it to a live chat final this week. Well, welcome. Good to see you. I don't know what bridge that is in the background, but Travis, but in your picture. But for some reason, it's making me think of the Pittsburgh um, I think it's a half marathon coming up and I kind of want to run the Pittsburgh half marathon, even though I do, do not want to do any kind of racing at Pittsburgh cause it's such a hilly place. But like, well, Al I think Alphine Tulimuk is going to be running it. And then, um, 
I don't know who's uh, doing the media activations for that race, but they're doing a good job because they got a bunch of people um, to participate in joining and running that race together. There's a lot of people that are on like a team that they're running together. But I know that like off the top of my head, I can remember that Hela Sadibe is going to be there and Mrs. Space Cadet as well. So I'm like, oh, that sounds like a fun group. I want to be there in town for that. Maybe not for the race, but just to hang out. I wonder if they're going to hang out. Where are they going to hang out? I want to go. Mm. Brendan's here. He says, hello, hello. Hope you're all doing well. Cool. Have you tried the Ride 15 yet? No, I haven't. So, like, there's a couple of shoes that I need to go order. I just saw that the 880 version 12 is out now. And the Ride 15 looks really good. So that's another one that I want to try. If that's out already... And those are that kind of. I gotta order some shoes. So maybe I'll order them, and then when we get back, we're gonna go to Iowa for a couple of days. So when we get back, I'll have some new shoes to try. So, yeah, I mean, I don't like to do a bunch of like uh, you know first run videos all at once, but I kind of I'm gonna have to, um, just because there's a lot of shoes starting to come out now. There, I think that like release dates are finally starting to hit. I mean, normally like the early spring is a little bit slow anyway, but now it's really starting to pick up. I think things are starting to catch up supply-wise. So it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. I'm like I'm behind. I'm de- I've been like feeling like I'm just behind on shoes file. All right, Will Willing says like these innovate boomerang something there's a third word in there um is an insole 25 dollars for pair that seems pretty reasonable except that edbud loves it too edbud loves to tinker edbud's all about like substituting and stuff he loves to do that he likes to cut the shoes remove stuff from the shoes change the insoles yeah Danny J says, Vivo Life stopped putting scoops in the protein containers. Got to buy one or be OG and have one from before they stopped including it. Like I lost one of this. So I bought four bags of fuel and um, I lost the scoop to one of the bags. So I was like, uh, I kept, uh, I had to keep like switching, going back and forth, using one, like digging a scoop out of one bag and using it to scoop another. Now, if I were smart, I would just figure out how big the scoop is, put water in it put it into a measuring cup and then you can figure out and at least kind of ballpark it, you know, and then just use a measuring cup. But I'm just too lazy for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I think, I think we can get rid of the scoops. I don't think we need the scoops anymore. Right. Am I right? But then you're like, I don't ever wash a scoop, but if I were to use a measuring cup, then I'd have to wash it every time, which isn't a big deal, I guess. I don't know. This is pretty good. I usually like to kind of chug my protein drinks. Um, the main reason being like the the powder tends to settle. And that definitely happened at the end here. So it got a little bit chalky. It's not the smoothest of chocolate shakes that I've ever had, but pretty good. It kind of rem- reminds me of the, um, I want to say it reminds me most of goo. There's like a goo chocolate protein shake and just kind of just like, uh, like chocolate protein no for no frills but that i don't need it to be frilly you know liam says my big gripe with the big tub is digging for the scooper can we not get engineers to make a scooper that stays at the top of the tub somehow maybe a hook system oh yeah you know i bet you that's a really big innovation at the tub convention like the in the interior hook i don't know how you would design that though maybe you could design it to the lid you know but then do you, would, would you need it? I don't know how it would work when the tub is very full. That's probably a dece- deceptively difficult problem to solve. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm Half Pedro says, hey, Tro, just saw, Keiko just saw the Ginger Runners review on the Trey Base Trail. Are you going to try them? Yes, I've got them. I'm going to run them this weekend. So I've got three pairs of shoes that I'm bringing to Iowa. I'm going to try to get up in some of the trails out there. I'm going to be looking at the... The Tradio Base Trail, the Tectonics, and the Speed Goat 5. So I'm, I know I'm late on all of those, um, but like I just didn't want to review them around here in Chicago. 
and I was, you know, I was thinking, well, maybe I'll just drive out to the suburbs and get into some trails out there. But I was like, I'll just wait. We're going to be back into in Iowa. And not that the trails there are that much more technical, um, but oh, they are a little bit more technical. So, um, Yeah, Travis McCuller says, if you want some good sleep coat, the Bob Ross show is a sleeping game changer. It is and it isn't, though, because it's so fascinating the way that he paints. It doesn't put that one. That show doesn't. It, it soothes me. It's a soothing show, but that one does not put me to sleep. Some of you guys are saying, Chris Dyke says, as much as I love watching golf, it also puts me to sleep like no other programming. MLB a close second. Yeah, I think like with golf, it's like they're outside. It's quiet. It's, you know, grassy, you know, just seems very, it's, it's also a very soothing one too. Yeah, I would agree with that. Terry says, when I was studying for my degree finals, I watched a, a snooker, what do they call them, matches? A snooker on black and white TV? That put me to sleep. That's a, that's an odd sentence there, Terry. You might be dating yourself with that one. Unless it was like a weird fluke where I was like, where is this black and white TV and why are they playing snooker and when did this match happen? <laughs> uh, JC says, oddest occupation I ever saw for a Jeopardy contestant was a portable toilet technician. I've met a toilet, in my previous line of work, I met a portable toilet technician. He serviced, um, they make the kinds that have that are no flush and the way that those no flush urinals work is that there is a liquid that floats on top of um, both urine and water. Um, and so what it does is um, it creates basically the urine will go down the, the urinal. And then that liquid that's basically there's a kind of like a cap of this liquid that kind of will eventually sit on top and float back on top of the urine that dribbles down from the urinal. And that's how it kind of keeps a plug on both any orders that might be coming up from the plumbing and also from the urine. And so that way it still smells clean in there, um, but you can use it with like a really low flow urinal or almost like a no flow urinal um, and still be sanitary. And that's what his job was to work on those. I wonder if that's what that guy on Jeopardy did for a living too. <laughs> Run Tommy says you owning porta potties has to be top ten highlights of the live stream. That that would be amazing. I mean, that would be like on dude posting dudes posting their W's. You ever watch that Twitter account? That's a fun one. Doctor Josh is here. Says what up, Co Familia? What's going on, Doctor Josh? Chris X says doc seven hundred miles of the Invincible. You crazy guy. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a long. It's a lot of miles. I haven't seen that one yet. I still need to watch that one. But that is quite a bit of miles that he put in one pair of shoes. Mm. Stevie Sam 6 says, I still haven't done my 18-mile one-way run commute. Maybe I'll incorporate it in my New York City marathon training. Yeah, I think that would be a good way to do that would be like maybe run home. That's what I would want to do. So that, that could be a good way to do it. Um, Jared Crano says, if you could get sponsored by any non-running brand, what would it be? Like Rocket Mortgage. I mean, I did I did collaborate with Bank of America, which is pretty much the closest thing with that. So I they um, commissioned my um, uh, Chicago Marathon uh, run, like run inspiration video this year. So um, there was a couple of extra mentions of Bank of America in the script. Um, but essentially they let me kind of like make the video that I wanted to. Um, so that was pretty cool, but like, I'm not sponsored by bank of America. Um, so yeah, stuff like that, like completely unrelated, kind of like when, um, although the way that he had to incorporate it was really weird. Um, do you guys remember in like later seasons of, I think it was on parts unknown when Anthony Bourdain was like, um, like, what was it? Chase something blue diamond something card um was a sponsor of the show and so like it's one thing to just be the sponsor of the show that's fine but then they they, they tried to incorporate it into an episode and so one night anthony bourdain is out he's 
get he's doing his late night street food thing. It's clearly got to be like really late or early in the morning. And he's like, don't worry, guys, I got this. And he's like, with my Chase Venture One capital card, I can pay for this even in Israel or something like that. And I was like, what the heck just happened? I think something like that would be really funny. <laughs> really funny to have like, you know, be like, oh, I could pay, I could pay for this. I can pay for these post-race beers with my Chase Venture One capital card. What's in your wallet? You're like, that would be amazing. That would be, <laughs> it'd be terrible. Absolutely terrible product integration. But I think it would be so terrible that it would be really funny. And it would probably work too. It'd probably make them happy. So that, that'd be kind of like a dream, like sponsorship or partnership, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Mm, and Remy's here. What's going on? Remy says, afternoon friends, we talking sponsorships or where do I sign? Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're talking about non-sport related sponsorships, you know? Uh, Midlife right Runner wants to know, are you going to get Floris on for an interview, like a sequel to the Extra Miles interview? Maybe we should do that. That'd be a good one. I was just thinking about Coach Jimmy, too. I was like, I should probably get him on the show and talk to him a little bit more um, about his, like, coaching philosophy and stuff. You know. Justin Miller says, I'd want to be sponsored by Uncrustables. I think if Uncrustables made a peanut-free version, then I would totally be on board with that. Um... Like if they did one with like almond butter. I really enjoy almond butter. I'm not saying it's better than peanut butter or tastes the same or is a, a, a meaningful substitute, but it's an also good nut butter. <laughs> Lou Klein says Bourdain shilling. I remember that. It was so, it was so, it was so bad. It was so bad. Um, and Stephen Noth says, probably done product placements are so jarring. Like Ford and designated survivor when they show the remote start feature. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny i mean i mean the best was and it was really a, way ahead of its time do you remember wayne's world when they were talking about like double stuffed crust pizza from pizza hut or i don't think that's what the i don't think that product existed then but they had like the pizza hut portion and pepsi and doritos and all in like one section and it was just like 45 seconds of just product placements i mean they were poking fun at it i thought that was great and then like I'm sure it was product placement too. That one of the legend of Ricky Bobby when they're praying like baby Jesus, that one. And they're just talking about all their sponsors. Like I thought that, like I, th I think that's just amazing. I think it's really funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, I do, I do like product placement. I think it's an effective means of advertising. I think it's pretty cool, but um, like, I, I also really enjoy when it's very bad. I mean, and I enjoy it from like a, watching a car, like a train wreck kind of thing, you know. <laughs> uh. ABHBC says, what about a no flush porta potty? I mean, a lot of the porta potties are no flush. All of the porta potties are no flush. They're just containers or vessels. You don't flush a porta potty. Um, it's just a receptacle. With the blue, the blue liquid at the bottom, you know. Mm. Oh, how about I mean, have it, having that for a non-running sponsor? Yeah, I would love to be sponsored by. Like, can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine if like a, a porta potty was a? Can you imagine if a porta potty was a sponsor of the channel? And I'm like going to a race, and I'm like. Oh yeah, you know it's gonna be a good race when I see King John brand porta potties. King John for all your race porta potty needs. Look at how many these are. They're so well served. Like, can you imagine that? And it was like forty-five seconds of me doing like uh, ad copy before a marathon. <laughs> I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Um, that be that would be amazing. That that would be so that would be so funny. That would be so funny. Um, oh my goodness. Or, and then like on the back of my singlet, it could be follow me to King John. Like, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, that would just be really good. That would be really good. 
And as Dunbar said, Wayne's World, my friend literally fell, fell off his seat laughing at it in the cinema. That's so funny. It was, I mean, that movie was really far ahead of its time. And just like the whole like Alice Cooper section, like, I don't know. I mean, I think people got it at the time, but like just the weird kookiness and randomness of it was just really quite remarkable. Um, I mean, so much of that movie, I feel like, I don't know if it still stands up, but like, um, I feel like I, I really think that they could reboot that. But it would it would have to, instead of it being Wayne's World being on like public access, Wayne's World would be like a TikTok show, you know, a TikTok show that like I don't know, um, that Spotify tried to buy or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean that would be like the reboot. But I think I, I don't know why Spotify would buy a TikTok channel, but you know something along those lines. It would have to be something that's um, like corporate selling out of a. Um, of a social media channel, but that that would be pretty amazing. Or it could be terrible. Who knows? Luke Klein wants to know how was the hammer chocolate? It was pretty good. Just pretty straightforward. Not super chocolatey. Um, no weird flavors. A little bit chalky. But like, as far as like something I, I want to like come in after a run, shake it up, and just you know slam a protein drink. Perfect. That's just kind of it's exactly kind of like what I'm looking for. So. Carlitos says, hello from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Love your videos. Welcome, Carlitos. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, <laughs> Eric Perman says, dear 8-pound, 6-ounce baby Jesus, so omnipotent, doesn't even know it yet. <laughs> uh, Dominic Smirnowski says, uh, does anyone remember the Chuck All-Stars placement in iRobot? That one was just absolutely insane. Like a three-minute advertisement within a Hollywood movie? I don't remember that. I'll have, to, I'll have to look for that. Uh, Dr. Josh says, Steve-O's Wild Ride on YouTube has the funniest product placements. I'll have to look at that. I don't think I've ever seen that show. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. <laughs> that <button. laughs> from Wayne's World. Newprint. <laughs> Little yellow, different. Oh my goodness, that was fun. That was so, oh man, that was so funny. <laughs> Oh man. Mm. As far as the nut butters, oh, Dr. Josh would want to have a Nutella sponsorship. That would be a good one. That'd be a really good one. We go through so much Nutella in our house, and we are definitely in the Nutella is an acceptable breakfast food. Um, I basically wake up the kids and ask them if they want a Nutella sandwich for breakfast. So that's what we do around here. Um, as far as other nut butters, Marcia, Martha loves, I saw Martha and I saw cashew. I put the two words together. Martha likes the cashew butter. Um, Chris also likes the cashew butter. That, I feel like that is the most luxurious of the nut butters. Very tasty. Very, very tasty. Uh, a little bit more expensive than the almond butter though. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name brand of the one that we use. It comes in a blue label. Really enjoy it. I don't think that they, I don't know if they make a crunchy one, but I would take a crunchy one. Mm, I'm a, uh, cause I was always a crunchy peanut butter kind of guy. Mm. Oh, Tracy Smith says the cars on the spike from Wayne's world was right by my house. Claim to fame. That's super cool. Are they still there? Did they get rid of them? Like, how do you, what did they do with that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Danny Jason wants to know, is Nutella vegan? I thought there was milk in it. I believe it's milk chocolate and um, hazelnuts. So I would be surprised if it were vegan. I suppose it could be, but I, I would I would think probably not. I'm not sure. Mm. Stephen Lung says, do you ever notice unused or lightly used shoes having a, a shelf life? Used my 180 mile speeds the other day, first time in six and a half months, and they just don't feel the same anymore. Um, I think that storage could do something to the shoe, but I also feel like, I think our, your feet get used to a shoe, and then if there's time that passes, your, your brain remembers them a certain way, and then when you go try them on again, sometimes they're just not as soft as you remember. I feel like that, I always say like nostalgia is the softest midsole. And I feel like that's definitely the case that what happened with people in the Clifton one re-release. I talk about that frequently. 
Um, because I'd never tried the original Clifton one, but I tried the Clifton one re-release, and I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about here, guys. The shoe's all right, but I'm, I'm, I don't get it. Um, and people are like, oh, no, well, the original one had a different insole or something. People have made all sorts of excuses. But I'm like, I just think you guys are remembering it different. I think it's, I don't, I, I would doubt that it's the shoe. It may be the shoe. But I would think that it's probably your memory of them that's different. Maybe. I don't know. Stephen Lung says, will you be reviewing the Mach Supersonics? So far, the reviews are eh. Um, I'm interested in them because of the different midsole. Sorry about that. I just knocked a cable. Because um, the different midsole material. But I'm also just kind of going to wait for the Mach 5, I think. That's what I'm thinking. Um, just because I've I'm already got a backlog of shoes and it's still only April. So I'm like, this is not a good time of year to have a backlog of shoes. So like, um, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to get to that one. We'll have to see. I mean, I might, I might pick it up if like, maybe I'll pick it up at the same time. If I pick up like the Mach five, just to compare, you know, but, uh, I probably won't do like a separate review of them at this point, unless something changes. Dr. Joss says, as far as nostalgia goes, the Lunar Racers, people go super nostalgic over the Lunar Racers. I mean, I feel like those were beautiful shoes. The upper, I feel like that was peak Nike upper. Um, there was a cookies and cream colorway of the, the Lunar Racer, and it was just absolutely amazing. But the stack height on that shoe was like seven millimeters or something. Like, it was, there was no stack height on those shoes. Um, but those uppers were just an amazing fly knit color. Uh, Tracy Smith said the cars on the spike is sadly long gone. That's a bummer. Was there a, were, was it by a donut shop? Was there like a diner or something? Is it was that all true or is that not true? That's what I want to know. Lou says that I believe that your feet get used to shoes, and when you get back into an older slightly used pair he thinks it's different that's kind of what i'm thinking too and then i don't yeah i think we're kind of saying the same thing maybe matthias ventos says question for the chat uh, maybe i'll answer this too but hoka mach 4 or carbon x2 they're so since they're so close in price i'm probably gonna unless you need one for more specifically for like workouts and racing i'd probably go with the mach 4 I think dollar, I mean, if you're talking about value, dollar for dollar, Mach 4 is a better value. Uh, and Sue Ann says, drink, is the, Sue Ann says, Nutella has skim milk in it, as she reads from the ingredient list of her five jars of Nutella. We've always got at least two in the house. Um, one is the backup. Basically, once I open up like another jar, I go buy another jar because my kids tend to go through it fast. And then the minute you're like, oh, we got plenty of Nutella, I don't need to buy one now then you'll be out all of a sudden. And then the kids don't have Nutella. And then what am I going to do? I'm going to have grumpy kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. Soriano Run says, when I tried on the Alpha Flies and ran with them for the first time, I was laughing so much because the weight felt on my foot. Then I put my back on my Nova Blast and they didn't feel as bouncy ever since. It changes you. It can change you for sure. Yeah. So there's a nostalgia effect in terms of how we remember shoes. There's your feet can get kind of accustomed to a feel. Um, and those foams do recover in a sense too. I mean, that's why people say like, don't run in them like consecutive days in a row, let them kind of breathe for a minute, you know? So there could be some of that too, but like also like what your foot likes over time changes too. So that's certainly possible. Mika says, I had nostalgia on the Clifton 6s, so I dig them from my storage and put back to use. They have a lot of kilometers in them, but the midsole still feels fine. Also has completely worn away, though. I feel like I see that in a lot of people with Cliftons. They keep, they hold on to them to the point where, like, the outsole is just flat all the way through for a lot of them. I've seen that. 
Mm, all right. So Tracy says that that car spear in Wayne's World was not by like a diner or a restaurant like in the movie. It was in a parking lot near a Walgreens in Berwyn. Was it? No way. How did I not know that trivia? That's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Nataku says, I want to know, would you use the Mach 4 to do a half marathon? What about daily training? Yes and yes. I think that, I mean, for me, I, when I race, I like to race in carbon plated shoes. But if I was going to not use a carbon plated shoe, the Mach 4, I think, would be a great choice for running a half marathon. I feel like the shoe has quite a bit of range in terms of what you could use it for. And I think that it is a lightweight shoe, so it makes it suitable for racing for sure. So I think that I could certainly handle it. But I also, the main, main way that I enjoyed it was for my daily training. So I think you could do all those. Mm. Remy says, tell you what, Co, I'm increasing my run volume. Send those shoes you can't try this way. It'll take me like six months to get 100 miles, but hey. All right. Which size of shoe are you, Remy? Are you size nine? You could do that if it's a, if you're a size nine. Mm. Regan Dugan says, "Does anyone know?" I'll have to end with this one for today. After this one, uh, does anyone know if Brooks is playing a follow-up on the Hyperion Tempos? Might I getting old, and I'm dreading the day I have to retire them. Um, I I saw when I was in Austin, I saw a red pair, and the the nitro foam was red. And I was like, oh, this is weird. This looks like it's come from like a robot future. Very Tron-like. Not the new redone Tron, the original Tron. Um, that's kind of like the vibe they got, like a retro future vibe from it. Whether that's a new Hyperion Tempo, I'm not sure. But there will be additional colorways of it this year, at least. Um, the upper looked a little bit different too, so I want to say that there's an update. Whether it's a meaningful update or like an upper change, I'm not sure. But there'll be new Hyperion Tempos to buy this year, as far as I can tell. I really should have like waited around and asked people questions, but sometimes I get impatient at conventions. So, yeah, so that's how it goes. Uh, yeah, Martha says, that's just one of the new colors. They're popular enough that there are several color choices. See the comment above, where'd it go? Um, where is it? I must have missed that one, Martha. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, so there we go. I think from what Martha's saying and from the looks of it to me, it looks like it's just a, an update, so maybe not a version 2 yet. Um, so maybe we'll have to wait on it. But the shoe's good, so I feel like there isn't much that they needed to change for it. It was a fun one. All right, tomorrow, guys, I'm not going to do a live stream. The kids have off from school. I think we'll be in Iowa tomorrow. So like, uh, if it's not raining tomorrow, I'll probably be hiking with the kids. If it's raining tomorrow, I'm definitely going to not be able to do a live stream because I'll be have to wrangle the kids and make sure that they don't drive grandpa and grandma crazy. So we'll skip to Friday. I, I think probably Monday we'll do a live stream. Monday, maybe Monday and Tuesday. Um, but then rest, kind of the rest of the week, uh, you know, the kids have spring break. So probably not. So we'll kind of have to play it by ear, but... I'll likely see you guys Monday. Um, tomorrow we'll have that video about the on cloud monster. So I'll, I'll be kind of like in touch with you guys still with video wise or otherwise. But uh, the next time I see you guys live will probably be Monday from Iowa, I think. So uh, I'll see you then. In the meantime, be safe out there and enjoy your racing this weekend and enjoy your runs. Thanks.